Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. This episode of the Therapy Gecko podcast is brought to you by the brand new Therapy Gecko merch store, which you can find at www.therapygecko.com. Yes, we have a new merch store. You got We got shirts. We got stickers. We got all sorts of stuff. We got shirts that say, where do we go when we die? We got shirts with Alaska as a city, not a state. We got shirts with the Gek himself. Check it all out. Head on over to therapygecko.com to acquire a souvenir from our travels throughout the universe www.therapygecko.com. Anyway, our program this evening begins with an argument against arguing, an explanation of the many tears of heaven within the Mormon faith, and a performer who finds himself without an audience. This is my NPR voice I'm doing. Then after that, we have a special guest appearance from my sister who has donned the Therapy Gecko uniform, and will be assisting me with the brunt of Therapy Gecking responsibilities later into the show. After that, we speak with a woman who reads death certificates for a living, and then a man who ejaculates out of his own knee. As always, you can call the Therapy Gecko every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash lyleforever. That's twitch.tv slash L-Y-L-E. F-O-R-E-V-E-R. All right, let's get to it. Oh, and also I have a sick theme song now. Check this out. Call from... Dixon. To accept... Dixon! Whoa, I'm on. <laughs> I know. It's it's how does how does that feel? Feels uh feels invigorating, I gotta say. <laughs> What's your deal, Dixon? I'll tell you what my deal is. Please. My deal is complacency makes me uncomfortable. So I get in a lot of online arguments, and I wanted your spin on how I can just stop myself. (laughs) Mm. This is a classic. Well, what do you get into online arguments Mm -hmm. about? Uh, Mostly stuff that won't change anyone's mind, like politics. So that's the thing. No, no argument on the internet has ever ended with. When you 
before you get people on there, I mean, like, oh, you know, what, actually, oh, here's what, here's, you know, I actually think about this. Here's what I would do is like, when you're like typing out a comment on the internet to someone, like, check your intentions, right? Like, what are my intentions right now? Am I, is, am I, are my intentions to make someone mad? Are my intentions to seek v- vengeance? You know, what, what are your intentions? Do you feel when you're getting in these arguments with people on the internet? Well, it's funny. I, I used to be, uh, you know, a mm, real trying to meme. butthole about my political views. And sure. someone was mean to me, and then sure. I stopped being mean for no reason and having hateful views. So in the back of my mind, I think maybe I can just flip that one on somebody and change their mind. But it mostly just ends in, you know, shouting. You say you're try- trying to change... Look, well, trying to change people's minds of your of your views like you're arguing with like look if you have a if you have a way that you think other people should live or that you think the world should function and this maybe this is cheesy or whatever you know look man you gotta just you, you can't you can't convince people to do it in any other way but then by you know living it by example and you can't be out living your life by example if you're on the computer arguing with people. That's a great point. I like that. So you, you think I should just go out, be nice in the world, and maybe that'll change people's minds who can just see it. Maybe they want to do that too. 100%. Yeah. You know. There's some fucking quote out there. I don't know if it's by the whatever, but if you, it's something like if you want to change the world, you got to change yourself. Um but yeah, dude, you just like gotta leave that. by example. I like that I think. a lot. Absolutely. All right, I think that answers my question. <laughs> For sure, man. It's a, it's a, I know it's a hard thing to get, um, you know, addicted to, but but you know, stay strong, my dude. And thank you. I, I appreciate you calling in, man. Much appreciated. You take care. Take care, man. Bye bye. Call from Miranda. Miranda. Hello. What can you do, Miranda? Um, I'm... I I can do paint. Where? And with what? Um, I can do paint near me. And... I mean, I can't, I can't paint from far away. I can't... I'm Why not can't good you at paint from far paint. away? Because... You know, that would be a good skill to have. Because I know lots of people that can paint. I don't know lots of people that can paint remotely. Yeah, I can I can only paint close close to me. But I'm good at watercolor painting. Mm-hmm. And and some digital art, but I'm still I'm still learning. Can you paint with fire? And if you could, would you? You know, I mean I've seen those paintings or not paint like I guess it's not really a painting, but it's like people will use like gunpowder or something and then they light it on fire and then it burns in like the pattern of what they wanted to draw. And so I think I would do that. That sounds really cool. You ever been to Disney World? I I haven't been to Disney World, but I've been to Disneyland and it was pretty weird. Why was it weird? Um, I got paid to go because I read the Book of Mormon. What? Yeah, like there was this rich Mormon lady who was hosting like this big Disneyland trip and she paid for 10 people to go to Disneyland if they promised to read the Book of Mormon 
And so I did it to go to Disneyland. Except I kind of didn't actually do it. That's actually what I was about to ask you is how did they prove how did you prove that you were able to that, that you did it? Well, so they, they were like supposed to ask your parents and like your parents were supposed to like give updates every now and then. And so I just pretended like I'd read it with my mom watching me, but I just kind of zone out. Okay, so at that point, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because, all right, your wait, that's what, so your mom would watch you, literally, she would watch you hold the book open and stare at it. I mean, she probably wasn't paying attention that well either. I think she had like burn notice on in the background. Okay. But you know, she'd look over every now and then. You sort of have it as a prop. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, but at that point, I get, I get not reading it. Looking up spark notes, lying about it, all that. But at that point, if you're just sitting and you have the book, it would be less boring to actually read it. It's like when you're like stuck on the toilet without your phone, so you start reading like shampoo bottles and shit. You know, it would be yeah. it would be, it would be more, more more exciting for you to actually read it at that point. I mean, I guess I just. It was just so boring. Like, it felt more boring to read it than to zone out and just, like, have my own adventure in my head. Okay, what, what, was, what was your alternative um, mental programming to the Book of Mormon? I have no idea. This is when I was, like, 12. So probably something involving, like, Pokemon or Beyblades. They should, they should put that in the Book of Mormon. They should have Beyblades in there. I mean, how, what, there are, like, weird parts of the Book of Mormon. Like, I think... How would you know? You haven't read it. I mean, I've read parts of it. I grew up Mormon, but then I, I don't... That shit's weird now, though. Um, what's, what's, tell, me, tell me the weirdest part of the Book of Mormon. I mean... The one story that I thought of is I'm pretty sure there's, like, a point where... I think someone... like this. I think this dude's, like, guarding some sheep... And then um, some some dudes steal some of the sheep, and so then the guy cuts all of their arms off. That's a little funky. That um, sounds badass. It is pretty cool, but I think it's it's definitely a strange punishment. Like, oh, you took some sheep. I'm gonna take your arms. Yeah, it's like demented. That's like saw. Yeah, I guess that is a little bit like saw. You sounds like you or, missed out on reading a kind of cool book. No, no, I've read parts. Of, most, of, most of it, most of it is pretty boring. Um, I think the only like really like fun part is when like there's so uh, technically Mormon Mormonism is mildly polytheistic because if you're a really good Mormon and you go to the top tier of heaven, you get to like become god of your own universe. Ooh, I didn't know that heaven has tears in the Mormon faith. Yeah, there's like three tears, and then there's like kind of like a fourth tier. It's called spiritual prison, and that's where you go where uh, if you weren't Mormon on Earth, and you have to like wait there until someone baptizes your like dead body. Well, they don't actually baptize your dead body. They baptize like a living person, and then but they pretend like you're a dead person. You know, in Judaism, we only have one tier of heaven, and it's hell. 
Oh, wait, what? Really? What year would you, what you, if you're being honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. what tier of heaven do you think you belong in? Okay, well, so if I'm following what I learned from when I was a Mormon, I'd probably end up in in a spiritual prison slash uh, outer darkness. Is that the the worst one? Is that the, is that the Z tier? That's the worst one because, because like one of the big, big old bad sins is like, learning about Mormonism and then choosing to reject it. So technically, technically I'd end up like in outer darkness with like Hitler, but Miranda, so you're fucking us right now a little bit. You're kind of, you're kind of fucking us right now a little bit because, Oh no, (laughs) no, you're fucking us right now because, because now we're fucked now, Miranda. No, 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 no. because it would be one thing if we were ignorant of it. But now we all know about it, and so if we choose to reject it, we're going to be hanging out with you and Hitler. No, no, no. Why you would you do this to us, You guys Miranda? haven't been... Okay, no, I got baptized and then rejected it. You guys weren't baptized and then rejected it. Y'all, y'all still have a chance. I'm going to just pretend like we didn't hear any of this. Okay, this is, this is between you and me. Okay. Well, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be in it either because now I don't, I don't I'm going to go to hell. Well, whatever. I was going what? to hell anyway, so I don't. It doesn't matter. You you streamed from hell. It's true. I've been there. They know me there. I've got friends there. It's not such a bad place. But listen, Miranda. Yes. I appreciate you calling in and, and sharing your story. Thank you very much for um for for enlightening us and for you know getting us all you know. Well, at least now we know where we're going. This is, there's, yeah. there's, 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 um, comfort in that. I appreciate you, Miranda. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. I, I love you. Talk to you soon, too. Call from Daniel. 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 Hello. Daniel. Daniel, I've been all alone. I've, Daniel. I've How been, are you? I've been trapped in this cave for days. No food, so no sorry. water. No place to go to the damn bathroom. There's smells in here and 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 I'm and I'm relieved. Daniel. You're you're relieved. I'm relieved. I'm, I wiped the I I metaphorically wiped the sweat from my brow in response to your presence because I am relieved that you have come to save me. I'm so very glad I could be of use to you. Daniel, I have a question for you. What is that question? What is your deal, Daniel? My deal, Gek, is that I am a performer without an audience. Uh, Mm. Before this pandemic hit uh, the world, I was performing in front of people live on a weekly basis, and now I find myself performing to a microphone and finding very little enjoyment from it and my question to myself is always was i just seeking validation was i just seeking applause or is there actual worth to the endeavor of the performance itself oh i actually love this question what do you perform uh i did musicals uh when i was on stage and now mostly i do voice acting you were like you 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 were you were like a musician like you were in a band or you were like a performer in in like musicals. I was a performer in musicals. Hmm. And so you say you have a microphone. You do like voice acting. Do you ever? 
You ever like live stream or make TikToks or anything like that? See, I've tried and I feel so vain and I don't know whether that's pride or whether that's my own uh, self-censorship, but I can't stand live streaming myself. I can't stand just putting myself out there to that point mm -hmm. where all there is is me. I'm not speaking someone else's text. It's just my own words. Hmm. So you can't get over this like idea of yourself, you know, feeling like it's feeling like the idea of streaming yourself or the idea of putting yourself out there is vain. Yes, yes. The idea of that expression of the self is instead more self. Uh, flagellating that, it, that, that not flagellating that's the wrong word it's almost masturbatory you know I, as someone who is currently streaming themselves on the internet I've, 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 I have these exact same <laughs> thoughts oh no I have these exact same thoughts all the time I do I, I've had I mean I've, you know throughout my whole sort of life of making things I have these thoughts constantly of like is making shit masturbatory and I think it is it kind of is but so what I guess I've gotten over it you know it's a little yeah, bit and here's, here's also the thing is that like what exactly is wrong with masturbation is, is the issue like what, where is where is the thing that is wrong with taking pleasure in yourself and being yourself I agree dude that's a great way to put it you know, you know, all right, this is gonna, all right, I'm gonna get a little meta here, but you know what's worked for me, and I don't know how this, I don't know how this could apply to you, but maybe it could, but I thought this is exactly what worked for me to get over that. All right, so this stream, this is therapy, Gecko, right? But it's really yeah. just me talking. This, this is me. But I don't feel, like, if my stream, like, if my stream... If the stream were me, not in a costume, just talking as Lyle, as me, and, I, and if it was called, like, the Lyle Advice Hour or something, that would make me want to throw up. I would, I would think that would be the most masturbatory thing ever. So I'm sort of hiding... I'm, I've been able to deal with that by doing it not as me, but as a kind of a character... Which, you know, and I wonder if there's a way that you could kind of do that, too, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. You give yourself a mask by which you can portray your more authentic self. But uh, when it uh, is seen by the audience, it doesn't necessarily give the idea of like, oh, this is Lyle talking. It gives yes. you not only just some defense. But it allows you yourself to feel comfortable because there is some method, there is some barrier that protects you. Yes, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I, I, I think if you could, if you could find what that is for yourself, you know, like even like you said, you're a voice actor, right? Like you could fucking make TikToks, you could live stream as a puppet. Or like a VR character. I mean, when you're acting in musicals, you know, you, you, you're you you're an actor. 
you play characters. That's what you do. You know, so it wouldn't be out of your element, I think, for you to don some kind of character, some kind of alter ego through which you can portray elements of your true self without actually being a hundred percent out there. True enough. True enough. I don't know exactly what what that would be for you, but you know, yeah, look, if you're, if you're if you're if you're you're an actor, you know, your work is not being portrayed through you it's it's you as a character that's what actors do love, you know leonardo dicaprio it. in his movies he's not leonardo <laughs> dicaprio he's the bear guy or whatever yeah no i love how the the chat has descended into a david lynch discussion uh <laughs> but um but no i totally understand your dilemma man i've had that exact same thing like i couldn't do this stream if it was just if it was the Lyle advice show that would make me or hate that you know it would it would it would feel too masturbatory so right. the, the the mask again, of a character you know helps a lot I think I think you might want to explore that see what that you know see what that could lead to for you yeah yeah well thank you Gek thank you Lyle Absolutely, man. You have a good rest of the night. You too. Take care, man. Bye-bye. You know, geckos make a sound. There's no geckos make a sound. They go... Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Call from Nate. Nate. What's going on, man? You know, not a lot. I'm in the cave. And I was I was planning on leaving the cave, but I was like, you know what, let's do one more call because it's only nine million What year is it? What year is it, Nate? Yo, I don't even know, man. It's it's 2020. 
hear of the virus. I'm sitting here watching Gek on the screen. I'm like, let me call him up. Let me tell him what the deal is. You know what I mean? Well, Nate, now's your shot. Now's your chance. Now's your opportunity. Now's the chance for you to reach out and take it. Tell me, Nate, what's the deal? The deal. deal, man. Yeah, listen, real talk. I'm really worried about my little brother, dude. Uh, all right. You remember when the pandemic started? And, you know, I don't know if you were on Tinder at that point in time, but they opened oh, up, you know, yeah. Tinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So they opened up Tinder, right, to, like, the whole world, right? All right. So, so he, 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 met, he met this girl in... in uh, Quebec, yeah, Quebec, you know, and uh, and and you know they've been. They, he spends every night talking to this girl, and like he he's like he's like really in love with this girl, you know, and it's been it's been it's been like several months now, and his life just revolves around talking to this girl, and like. Like, I don't know what to do, man. He, he, this girl is coming to, to him. She's flying down to spend like three weeks with him. And like, he, he like wants to move up there, you know, to, to, to Quebec and have, have her dad get, get him his job and stuff. I'm just like, the thing is, he's taking it really seriously and he's just like ignoring other parts of his life, you know? It's like, I feel like, I feel like he doesn't have his own his passion you know he 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 is he's dependent and and i don't know what to do man i don't know what to do i don't know man i mean you know what what have you done already what have i done already well you know i cautioned him i was like hey man you know you need to go to, you need to, you need to finish up your degree. You need to get your bachelor's degree. You know, he has an AA and he needs to go back to school. And I told him, I'm like, you know, think about going back to school. And, you know, so, I mean, I mean, there's that, you know, I told him like, Hey, you know, you might want to think about like the consequences of moving out of the country to, to Canada, to this girl who you, who you have not actually seen physically, like, like you don't know what she looks like, man. You've just been talking to her on 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 the screen the whole time, you know. It, it makes you think about like, uh, like like like. You know, what do I do? You know, it's nice that you care about your brother, but at the end of the day, look, if your brother this this could go one of many ways. Your brother might very well be on track for a substantial L. But yeah. here's the thing, you know, mm-hmm. you, you you can't you can't do anything about it because he 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 can't he's he, that's the thing you gotta you, you gotta learn you gotta take your own L's you can't no one can hand you a lesson people can this is a little th- I didn't come up with this I don't want to take credit for this but someone once said you can't you can give people advice but a lesson can only be learned by the person who learns it you, your brother if he takes an L on this you know. Mm-hmm. That's 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 his L to take, you know. You can't uh, you can't really do anything about that. 
you know, and you and and, th- and this yeah. is more of a in t- uh, your your conflict is more with yourself than it is with your brother, and your conflict is overcoming is or or rather facing the fact that you got to let your brother look. You can you can you can give him advice. You can tell him you know what you think and and all that, but. At the end of the day, he's going to do what he's going to do. And so your conflict is not with your brother. Your conflict is with yourself and coming to terms with the fact that he's going to do what he's going to do. And you got you to let him take his own L's. Mm. Mm. I feel that. Mm. You got to let him learn, you know, or mm-hmm. you or or. You make a fake Tinder account, and mm. you catfish him as a different girl from Canada, right? And then you get him uh-huh. to start. You get him to start messaging with this 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 fake you know Canadian girl that you've created, and then you expose the messages to the other Canadian girl, and and you and you come to her and you're like, hey, I'm just watching out for you, and you and you sabotage their relationship. Well, I'm I'm writing this but that down would be right hard. now. That would be that would be much more difficult. No, you're right. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a lot of phones. I'm gonna need a lot of phones so I can flood Tinder with these fake Canadian girls who all are about the same age, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that will get them. Yeah, yeah. Create a bunch of them. I mean, like get like. Well, no, that's a little. I feel like that's a little. Just get like one beautiful Wanda. Is that a name? Is that a yeah, Wanda. Make a beautiful redhead Canadian woman, Wanda, in Quebec, and you know. Oh, but you know what's gonna happen? Right. You know what I think is gonna happen if you do this? What? You're gonna get into a. You're gonna. This is like a romantic comedy kind of thing. You're gonna get. In, all right. So so you're gonna start texting with. You're gonna find out. You're gonna find the 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 his Canadian crush's information, and then you as Wanda. Are gonna start talking to her because you're gonna be like, oh, your boy, your boyfriend was like flirting with me, and then they're gonna break up. But then Wanda, you know, you, you talk, to, you're, you're gonna talk to the Canadian girl. What, what's this? Do you know this girl's name? Yeah, but but you know, I, I know her name. I won't I won't say it on the street, but I do know her name. Yeah. All right. Well, well, you, well, well Wanda and his Canadian girlfriend, they're gonna start becoming friends, right? They're right. Gonna actually, there's gonna be a little friendship going there, and I, and then you're gonna fucking fall in love. With that's 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 Act Two, all right. Act Two, you you as Wanda fall in love with your brother's Canadian girlfriend. Wow! So it was me the whole time. Yeah, and so then and so then, then you're in then you're in a crazy situation right there, and then you and you I don't know I don't know what happens in between, but I know that it it does end with both of you going to Canada. Falling down on your knees, begging for this Canadian girl to take one of you, and at the and then at the end of the day, she goes with a bear. A but, bear. Well, but through this experience, you and your brother, you know, you fly home from Canada, d- broke, defeated, you know, and it yeah. strengthens your relationship. So you know what? This is actually a much better option. I think you should go. I think you should go with this option as opposed to anything I said earlier. Okay. You know what? 
this this is really helpful, man. Of course. Um, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Love the stream. Thank you. You know, keep it up, dude. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually utilize this information now. Uh, yeah, man. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll uh, I'll talk to you again. All right. You take care, Nate. You have a good one. Be careful out there. You as well. Good evening. I know he didn't mean it, but good evening is that's usually. That's never good night is a is an ending one, but good evening it's not usually usually an in in an opening, an opener. But whatever, he was probably just excited because he has a new plan. Hey everyone, Gek here again. In just a moment, we will be joined by my sister Chloe, who will be doing some therapy gacking with us, taking some calls. And that moment begins now. I just, I wanted to jump in to explain that she was coming on in case you heard a random voice and you're like, who is this? It's my sister, it's Chloe. All right. Call from Dick Meaty. Dick Meaty. What? Are you Hello? fucking kidding me? Yes. Dick Meaty, no. I need you to tell me immediately what year you were born. 2001. Okay. Okay, I trust you. I know. I, I've called you before and everyone thought I was 12. Are you 12? No, I'm 19. Right, okay. You, she Meaty. knows she came up with that really fast. She did. <laughs> okay. I'm just sound extremely prepubescent. My name is Grace. Oh, we got oh, another so we got Grace. A double Grace. Yeah, I know. That's why I said that because I've called you like fifty times, and I'm like, he's not going to answer. I'm just well, tell, fuck with tell, that. I, I want to hear the or. Well, okay. Before so I speak to Grace, I want to hear the origin story behind Dick Meaty. Oh, I, I said thick meaty cock, but I guess the cock part didn't really pick up. It didn't. You hooked me so hard with the thick meaty <laughs> that I didn't even, you know, I jumped on it immediately. Um. I'm concerned for you that your username is Thick Meaty Cock. Anyway, what's up, Grace? How can we how can we help you out these days? Well, I, I want your opinion, honestly. And I need you to honesty be is our best policy. As long as it's yeah. not an opinion about. All right, we'll go ahead. <laughs> I go up. What's up, Grace? Okay, yeah, I got you. So I broke up with my ex. Like two weeks ago, you don't need to know mm. why he's a dick. Just know that. Okay. And um, so he's a he... thick, meaty cock. Okay, go on. No, the opposite. But he's so a... there was this girl. Chode. I'm sorry. Okay, go on. <laughs> so there was this girl that he became friends with like two months after we broke up, and I I remember asking him like, "Is she attractive?" I don't know why. I asked, you, you know how it is. You know what I mean? Like sure, I don't really care. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. And so. He just didn't really answer, and I'm like, okay. So I broke up with him, like, two weeks ago, and he started dating her five days later. Okay. So whether they were dating sooner or they just became official, I don't know. But I have a lot of people telling me, like, why are you, why do you care? Because you broke up with him, and, you know, it doesn't matter because you already broke up, but, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's kind of... I don't know if I can curse on here, but if that's, that's kind of messed up, you know what I mean? You, you, what I mean? you said big, meaty cock. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I can curse on here. 
The well, ship has sailed. Okay, yeah, you're right. But anyway. Any, you, you know what I mean. So then it's kind of like he... Then I asked him and he's like, yeah, well, we became official after five days. So then he just kind of blatantly admit, admitted that he's been with this girl since like when we were dating. So then everyone's like, well, you shouldn't mm. be mad about it. Like, I could be a little upset about it. Like, I know I broke up with him, but... You know I what mean, I mean? I agree that you can be mad about it, but sounds like you dodged a huge bullet because if he cheated on you you know why would you want that person in your life i mean we had a kid together so he's gonna be in my life regardless oh uh, uh, that part was um detail. that was you really buried the lead on yeah. uh that one uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to be like, girl, you're 19. You know, whatever. You're going to meet plenty of men in your day. Um, mm, well, okay. I mean, that's the point. Is that like, you know, at least the baby was an accident. You know what I mean? At least I kind of have like, oh, well, that was an accident. In a good way. But if I married him, like, there's no accident there. You know what I mean? I was just playing stupid there. So that's good that you didn't marry him. Yeah, but now he actually is going to be in your life forever. Hmm. No, you can be mad about it, but at the end of the day, you know, focus on your child, um, and 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 as someone wrote, just get the child support check. No, don't really. Well, you should do that. Um, should do but that. Should get that check. you should get that check. But don't just do that. You know, focus your energy on your child that you have together. That's the most important thing that came out of this relationship. Um, and you should definitely be upset that he cheated on you. But you know you're going to find real true love one day and somebody that cheats on you that's not true love yeah you're right and he is going to be sick of me the next guy I think I just mostly feel bad for like his new girlfriend because I don't know so he I guess the first day that they officially started dating she told him a lot of personal stuff I'm not going to say it but like deeply deeply personal stuff Mm. and he just Build it all to me nonchalantly. Oh, Jesus. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna lie. This guy sounds like a huge dick bag. Um, and that's unfortunate. But... Again, you're right. Yeah. You know, he sounds like a huge dick bag. And that sucks. Um, especially since you do have a, a child together. But... You dodged a bullet. I think that's just the best way to put it. You dodged a bullet. Yeah, you can be mad. Yeah, you can be upset. And you have every right to be mad and upset. But... You don't want that man loving you, loving all up on you. He's gross. He's a cheater and he is a gossip and we don't want that for you. You know, we don't want that for you. Hi, thank you. And I keep telling people like at the very least, at the very least, if you don't think the cheating is a big deal, he was sneaking around during the pandemic when he said he was in, when he was quarantining. Like I live in Texas, it's a hot spot. You can't be sneaking around like that. You know what I mean? I mean, I agree. What do you think? I, I agree. Look, you know. Um, do you love your child? <laughs> Some people... That's a fair question. No, that's a fair question, I guess. It's, yeah, it's a fair question. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I said I do. <laughs> you probably didn't hear me. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Okay, well then, look. You know... 
that's a pretty big responsibility but you know if if you love your child then i think that it's a it's a responsibility that you're up for the challenge for um and i think that you should focus all your energy into meeting that challenge and you know look take the energy i know that you've got a lot of uh, energy uh of hatred and negativity towards um towards you know your ex but you know Try, try, try as hard as you possibly can to, you know, redirect that energy into into love that you can give uh, for your child. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's where your attention is needed, and you don't want to waste. Uh, you know, I mean, look, it's a big, 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 big fucking challenge to raise a kid. You know, it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot, and so you want to kind of conserve your energy mm-hmm. and send it in the direction of love, as opposed to the direction of of anger however justified that anger may be agreed fully yeah 100 percent. well grace uh big meaty cock um I, I appreciate you you calling in and um you know good luck to you good luck thank you you too by the way chloe just want to say that you're looking glowing on the camera i don't know if you contoured that green or what but <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did a huge contour job. It took me half hour to put all this beautiful green on. Yeah. Keep that skincare routine up, girl. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You take care, Grace. Bye, Grace. Have a nice day, guys. Bye. Call from... Hi, I'm Luke. To accept... Louie! <laughs> Luke? No, I think he said Luke. Luke? Yeah. Luke? Yeah, Like Luke, Luke. Skywalker? Um, just, just Luke. Yeah. So, okay. uh, I've been, uh, I, I, so can I pose a hypothetical, right? Absolutely. Sure. So say back in the day, I had like 10 friends, right? And these days I only got like one or two. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, I'm thinking about asking these one or two if they're like real friends by like posing, say a hypothetical to them saying, Hey, if I were to fall off a bridge or something, would you fall off the bridge with me? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something, Luke. I have, you know, I have a couple of little pockets of good friends. Um, and it doesn't matter if I had a hundred friends or if I had one friend, I would never, ever, ever jump off a bridge because they jumped off a bridge too. Um, so, and I, I think I'm a good friend to those people. So, um, you can pose the hypothetical, um, but I think you're going to be disappointed by the answer when they say, fuck no. Um, but that doesn't mean they're not a good friend. That just means they don't want to die. You, you know, Luke. But death is um, something you do with good friends. Well, look, well, Luke, well, Luke, let me look, Luke, look, everyone. Here's the thing. Everyone gets. To, tell me if you agree with it. Everyone okay. gets to set their own definition of a good friend and sure. everyone gets to set their own criteria for what you need to be. A fr- so if so, you, yeah, Luke. By all means, have the complete and utter freedom to set your criteria of being your friend to be to die for you. Sure. But you have to be okay with people not being willing to meet your criteria because it's a yes. pretty harsh criteria. Agree. So you can so, set so the, the best criteria, but you, I don't think you should be disappointed criteria. if people won't meet it. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say, Luke? So the best question to ask would be what their criteria is. Um... I don't know. Uh, you, you, to ask them, well, how, how, on a scale from one to ten, Luke, how important is it? 
How important is this aspect of friendship to you? The the the, the willingness to die for another for, for someone else to be their friend. How important well, is I mean, that to you? Is it a deal breaker? Important aspect. No, it's not a deal breaker. It's just you know that's automatically where my mind goes when I think, hey, is this person a good friend? Would they die for me? Well, you're not asking them to die for you. You're making a conscious choice to jump off a bridge, and then you're asking them to do the same. Now, if you really wanted to take a test of their friendship, you could be like, we're in a um, Target, and this is dark. It's dark. Target. Let's go there. Somebody might be, you know, there might be a gunman. Mm -hmm. And you ask your friends... Mm -hmm. Targets are getting dangerous these Targets days. Targets are getting dangerous these days. And you ask your friends, would you jump in front of the gunman for me? Maybe that's a better test. I don't think that that should right. be your criteria, but it's a better test for their loyalty to you. Right. That's more something you would ask someone if they were joining your cult than if they were being your friend. Would they die for you just because? because? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. Okay. So ask my friends if they want to join a cult with me. Are you, is that what you're trying to do? Start a cult? Oh, yeah. Let's start a cult. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell you, you know, I just don't think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know if you've heard about cults, but they tend to end in murder. And I just feel like maybe oh, that's we, not the direction that we're murder. trying to go in. Yeah, I think I may want to avoid a cult. Um, but somebody in the chat said this is a cult. And, you know... I think you're already in a cult. Luke, you just might not be the leader of it. Luke, it sounds like well, yeah, you need to take some time. It sounds like you need to take some time to figure out what you want because I mean you're 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 you're, go- you're flip flopping. When <laughs> you want to be on a cult, you don't want to be in a cult. You want your friends to kill themselves. You don't want your friends to kill themselves. I think no, you got to sit down. You got to take some time alone, Luke, and figure out what you want. Okay, time alone. I can do that. I can do that. Closets are real fun. Closets? Are you in a closet? Look, some people do their thinking on the can. Some people do their thinking alone in the closet. And I respect all locations. Um, I I appreciate you calling in, Luke. And, um, you know, go go easy on your pals, all right? Yeah, and don't jump off a bridge. I just want to put that that out there. I second that. All righty. I'll think about it. All right. Okay, bye, Luke. Good night, Luke. Have a good one. Good night. You as well. Call from David Ashley. To accept. David Ashley. David Ashley. Big boy in the house. What's up, What's Dave, up boy? Dave boy? How you Not doing? Tell us everything. Tell us nothing. I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. We're chilling like a villain on penicillin, as I said a couple hours ago. Good. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of kind of nervous now to be uh, to be talking to you guys. Why are you nervous? Uh, I don't know. Just got a lot on my mind, I guess. What's on your mind? So, uh, you know, I just uh, always think about growing up. Uh, I had this younger brother. Oh. And uh, he kind of always overshadowed me. Like, uh, my parents, they kind of always, like, you know, he was always, like, winning all the stuff at school and all the sports and you know all the neighbors loved him (laughs) and uh sorry it's kind of kind of sad thinking about it now 
but um you know to you know i kind of think about that to this day and like if i could give like a, a story that's like sort of a metaphor for this um you could almost think about it like say there's a guy on a plane and he's in the back row of the plane and all of a sudden he pulls his pants down and oh, he starts I'm sucking sorry, his own David, dick. David, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, man, but uh, uh, yeah. interrupt you. But could, could you turn off your stream real quick? Because we turn, can hear a little your, bit of mute, oh. your, mute your stream. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you get, can yeah. we mute the stream here? Sorry. Wait, you're not yeah, with my your brother, brother right now, are you? No, yeah, he's sitting next to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's savage. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but I mean, what you were saying about, about him about sucking it. his own dick? No, okay, yeah, I'll get that. Uh, so, like, we're cool about it now. Um, like, we talk about it, but I, we never brought it up to our parents. But uh, anyway, it's kind of like, uh, you know, there's a guy on a plane, and he starts sucking his own dick. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy sitting next to him that sees this, and he's like, whoa, everyone look, this guy's sucking his own dick. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all the passengers are looking at him. They're like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. And then the flight mm-hmm. attendant walks over, and she's like, Oh my God, this is incredible. And the flight mm-hmm. attendant runs up to, uh, to the captain of the plane. And, um, she's like, yo, you, you gotta come see this. This guy's sucking his own dick. And the captain runs back and the captain's like, Oh my God, he's sucking his own dick. And no one's flying the plane. So it crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I so don't know. You, you could... in this, okay, so, so I want to know. Who are every, you? Well, in this metaphor, in this metaphor, what is the plane? The plane? Yeah, the plane. Uh, what is the plane? Probably the the nurture and support of my parents. So who are you? Because uh, you're I'm not probably the... like the. I'm probably like the twin towers. I just get crashed into. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. David, well, okay. Can I talk to your your brother? Is your brother actually with you? Can we talk to him? Yeah, he's he's in the room. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hello. Hello. What's, 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 what's your name? <laughs> oh, um, trash this man, is, uh, this, savage. This is uh, this is Matt. Matt, how do you feel about the things that your brother is telling us right now? Oh man, I mean. That's a lot to digest, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then he added um, that how do you feel 9/11 that your... thing at the end yeah, for no the reason. You thing, know, that's a lot. The 9-11 thing maybe we could have done without. But um, how do you feel that your brother thinks that you're the guy on the plane sucking your own dick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? jealousy, the... I guess, like, I mean, that's wild. I guess jealousy always comes from, like, you know, those above you, though. Or those looking up to you. <laughs> You know, like, there's jealousy always coming for you if you're succeeding. I'm curious, what do you think makes you so much better than your brother? I mean, the fact that I am, that my parents love me a little bit more. I mean, I had the bigger room growing up. But what do you do? You gotta, you, there's gotta be something yeah, cool that be you something do. Yeah, there's gotta be something you do. I mean, you oh, just... no, I, I do nothing. I, I do absolutely nothing. I, I'm, uh, Are you younger? It sounds, or like, or it sounds like you're both lame at this point. I haven't heard anything good from either of you. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I don't know that there is a lot good. <laughs> um, listen, there must no, be a reason I, why younger. your parents treat you the way that you are, that you, they do. I mean, if, I, maybe it's just like a younger thing. Like, he's way smarter. Are you better looking he's like than a, he is? He, oh, yeah, yeah. But he's got, like, a good tech job. Oh, like, yeah. he's a smart man. 
He's a smart man. So if he's got a good tech job, it sounds like he doesn't need his parents at all. No, he doesn't. But he needs their approval. I think that's something that never goes away, you know. Hmm. Well, what do you do? Do you have a job? I do, yeah. I'm actually in the process of transitioning jobs. Uh, from what to what? I do uh, sales in uh, technology, and I'm going back to school to get uh, my license to be an airplane mechanic. Okay. Oh, is that why he said the airplane thing? Is your brother jealous that you're going to be doing stuff with airplanes? I don't know. What, well, you know, you want to do stuff with airplanes, too. Yo, what Dave, do you want to do stuff with airplanes? Like with your brother? Um, what do our conversations sound like? Yeah, because you, uh, your brother, he told, you know, David, da- David told us that, um, you know, you guys talk about this. Oh, yeah, no, we had, like, pretty open and honest conversations. Like, we're, we're actually pretty close. I, I, we, we fuck with each other a lot, but uh, it's a good, it's a good relationship. Um, doesn't really sound. We like text it. all the time. We we lived together for a while. We've uh, we used to live in like a, a DIY bunk slot, and someone started a fire in our living room. <laughs> you know, fire is pretty. There's a pretty together. good. There's a pretty good uh, video of it somewhere on Instagram. Um, yeah, I don't have know. You talked to your pa- So have you talked to your parents about this though? About maybe you know, hey, maybe give you know, look. My bro- no, maybe Yo, should, our parent, our parent situation is a little wild. Like, it, the, it's a, it's a little different. Why? Uh, well, so think about this. Like, you have a, a dad who's a Trump supporter. Oh, yikes! And you got a mom uh, who is a, a born again uh, lesbian. Okay. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, and yeah, no, it's super cool. But uh, yeah. We don't really talk to our parents about our, our relationship dynamics. Um, but so I'm assuming your parents aren't together. <laughs> yeah, or that would be pretty wild. Are they still together? No, that would be that would be wildin' if they were though. I mean, that would be wildin' uh, indeed. Imagine yeah, I mean, that. Like you're all kind of doing your own thing. Yeah, it sounds like the four of you are just living your merry lives. Yeah, I mean we're we're we are full on adults doing our own thing. You know, look, I, I'm I'm going to end this by saying that I'm I'm I, I think that your brother what your brother needs to do, and I hope he can hear me. You know, look, what your brother needs to do is he needs to realize that his his parents' approval, you know, he might not have it, but look, he's got this beautiful relationship with his brother. You know, exactly. So he's got he should revel in that. You know, he's got all the family he needs he needs in you, my exactly. friend. Exactly. You know, you guys got each other, and that's very nice. I mean, I was just happy when he told me he got a therapist and I got to be here with him that. for his first session. You should have so I, I'm glad I got to be here with his first therapy session and you guys. So enjoy the for rest sure. of your night and uh, enjoy time with each Thank other. Like, I don't you. know. That was weird. Yeah. Have a no, good one. No, no, I, just, I thought it, that was sweet. That, that was, was cute. Nice. All right. All well, right. adios. Take care. Oh, bye. I, I can see why his parents like that one better. Do you think um, our parents have favorites? I don't know. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. Do you? Do you think our parents have favorites? Um. I think our mom likes me more. 
That would make sense. I I think I think if your parents have fa- I think if your parents have favorites, but each one has the other. You know what I mean? Like if the mom likes the daughter more, the dad likes the son more. I think that makes that's fair because it even. But out. I don't think dad likes you more. You think you think both of our parents like <laughs> like you more? I think that's fair. Um, oh, you're saying that you think our mom likes you more and that our dad likes us equally. Well, I don't think our I think our parents love us equally. You, but you're talking about like. I mean, I just spend more time with mom than you do. That's true. That makes sense. And I think that we both equally spend time with dad. That makes sense. So, yeah. I don't know. Good evening. It's the Gek again. That was fun having my sister on. She was a good sport. She answered questions a lot more seriously than I usually do. And then she sort of got me into answering questions seriously. So, you know, she's a good influence. She's a good cat. She's a good soul. She lets me use her chair for this. And so so we have her to thank for that. Also popping back in to tell you that if you are enjoying the stream... If you want to support the stream, you want to make it easier for me to do this in the future, you can head on over to www.patreon.com slash lyleforever and sign up to be a Patreon. Get access to a Discord server full of cool cats, as well as access to exclusive streams. I believe on about a week from today, December 20th, on my birthday, we're doing a, I'm doing a, a little interview telling the origin of the Gek. And uh, I'm probably going to give out way too much personal information than I came into it planning to give. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash forever. Anyway, enough shilling. Let's get back to the calls. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Call from Turner. Turner. Hello? Turner. Turner. Hey, uh, I actually was calling you because I built a, a pasta bridge for my physics class. And I burnt myself with hot glue, and then my finger really hurts. Just wondering if you got any, like, remedies for that. For hot glue? Yeah. Oh, somebody in chat yeah. said I sound stoned, and I am. Oh, don't read the chat. Don't read the chat. Okay. Turner. Here's what you want to do. And this, this, is, this is, sounds unorthodox, but I promise that this is, this is you know, my certified cure for, um... Fucking for, hurt. Well, okay. Actually, you know what? Here, 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 here's here's the here's the cure for um, hot glue gun burn is acceptance. 
Okay. Mixed with A1. Like the steak sauce? Mixed with Neosporn. Okay. And a Powerpuff Girls Band-Aid. The new Powerpuff Girls, not the old ones. No. Remake. No, 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 no. No. What do you mean no? What do you know? What do you know? Turner, I like the you old bur- What do you know? You burned yourself with a hot glue gun. Yeah, but I built a, a bridge in the process of the pasta. That's true. So then I would say instead is that and so I would say it's acceptance, A1, Neosporin, a power of girls, band-aid, and then gratefulness. You know, you yeah. sacrificed for the greater good. True, true. It so, you know, like take shit, pride though. in that, Turner. I think I'm thinking to get like a bad something grade. something where there was previously nothing. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. You're an engineer. You're kind no, of like no. God in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You're a creator. I'm a pasta god. You're like a pasta god, exactly. And yeah. look, let me tell you something about gods. They're powerful and they can do whatever they want. They're invincible. Like, I'm Christian, though, so isn't that kind of, like, sacri- sacrilegious or something? Yeah, if you want to bound yourself to, you know, the laws of Christianity. But uh, what I personally do when I pick my religions is I pick the religious views that allow me the most personal freedom to sin as freely as possible. That way I don't have to, you know, be held responsible for any of my actions. And in doing so... I, I free myself up to do to you know do whatever I want and sin, you know, you know with without limit. Yeah. And I gotta yeah. tell you, it's a very fun life. Yeah. And how much of an afterlife? How fun is that? Um, about as fun as everyone else's because we all end up in the ground. So. Yeah, I guess there could be two gods in Christianity. You know, me and God. Do you think, are you, let me ask you something, are you good at working in groups, or do you find yourself to be better working alone? Yeah, people say, like, I'm a natural leader, you know, like, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You don't want, you don't want to do, what you don't want to do is you don't want to come into this relationship and you don't want to start treating God as if he's your second in command. Because he's no. pissed, because he's been here long, you know, before you. So, you know, you yeah. want to, you know, see him as more of a mentor. But then, you know, look, once the, once the student, you know you know becomes the master you know then you take the reins yeah and when you do that i need you to do me one favor when you become the one true god turner whoa whoa. can you promise me a favor yeah yeah fix get them to fix the goddamn jungle cruise ride what the fuck is is that like a disney ride because i've never been to disney i love you turner i appreciate you calling in love you too man see ya good night Call from Dom. Dom. Hi. What do you, what do you do on an average day, Dom? Oh, um, I am a federal contractor, and I look at death certificates all day. <laughs> you look at death certificates all day. I do. <laughs> I, I keep track of who has died. I can't really go into it because of uh, privacy stuff, but I do look at death certificates all day. Hmm. Well, I, do you think 
that's influenced your perspective on death itself? A little bit in the sense of it's crazy, not only at the volume of people that die every day, but also how and why people die. Like, uh, I would say the number one death that I see is probably a tie between like either suicide or obesity. And I, I don't know, I don't want to like be rude and sound morbidly curious or anything, but it, it has changed my perspective on like how easily things can just be like taken from you. Yeah, I don't think that's rude at all. No. Well, you know, I actually think it's respectful because, um, you know, we're all gonna, we're all gonna fucking die, dude. Yeah, I was listening to you say that earlier. My boyfriend came in the room and was like, look at this stream. So we've been watching it. And I heard the previous conversation. And I was like, yeah, we are going to die. And that's actually part of my deal is, you know, my friend died and he was only like 28. And it's just kind of one of those things that you have to settle with eventually that you will die. But um, currently, like... Should I be afraid of it? Should I not be afraid of it because it's inevitable? I don't really know. And I guess my job kind of ties into that because I don't really know at this point. You know, I know it's a hard... I've, I've talked to a few people who... Um, you know, I talked to this one girl the other day who uh, works as, like, a, I think a vet tech. She yeah. sees a lot of dead dogs... Yeah. And you know, that memento, what's the word? Memento mori? Memento mori, remember you will die, yeah. Yeah, you know, look, I think it's, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to know if I want to use the word good. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I will, but, but, uh, the, 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 the the constant reminder, the, the, it's less of a, it's less of a fear of death and more of a, it's, uh, respect for like the fragility of life yeah it's just kind of interesting in how we all process it differently um you spoke with like a a psychologist in the last call i have my degree in psychology and i'm probably going to go back and get my master's but it's definitely something to think about because at some point in time everyone thinks about it it's just a matter of time and i don't know if I would have thought about it sooner rather than later, because I have dealt with death and other instances in my life. But like, I don't know, this one's just weird. And he, uh, my friend died of cancer. And you know, if, if you know, if somebody dies of cancer, it just never really sits well. Well, death in general typically doesn't sit well with anybody. But like, I don't know, cancer and people dying at young ages, it's just terrible. And... I'm not good at explaining myself. I'm sorry, but um, it's just kind of a lot to take in all at once because you wish that person wasn't in pain anymore, but you wish that the alleviation of the pain didn't have to inevitably be death. You know? I see what you mean. Yeah. It's a weird concept, and it's just so... Uh, like he died about two weeks ago, so I'd say I'm still in the grieving process because we've been friends since like middle school. So this is a really close friend, 
and I love them a lot. And it's just hard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I see uh, on the death certificates at work, I do see cancer quite a bit. It does happen. But it's one of those things where you look, you're looking at death certificates all year and you don't really expect to have somebody you know go next. I don't know. It's just, it's painful. Right. And it's, yeah. You know, when you do it, uh, when you do it for a living, it becomes this, maybe, maybe becomes this like, it, what's the, it becomes what's the, what's a blur. The, becomes a, yeah, a blur. It's like, you know, you maybe, maybe, I mean, inherent, inherently uh, to, to process these, these, the, you know, these many death certificates, uh, uh, you know, this, this volume on a, such a regular basis, I feel like it inherently requires you to dehumanize the process. Because you could, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. You couldn't. You have to see all these as like you know. There is a bit of the like dehumanization. You you kind of have to desensitization. Have to. Desensitization is the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah you do have to do that because you. I look at it eight hours a day. So, but it is kind yeah, you of can, sad. You can spend eight hours just you know. You do I see mean, those really crazy cases though um i think one of the craziest i've seen recently um somebody jumped in front of a train and i had to read that police report and i was like geez (laughs) that's terrible i mean i'm not trying to make light of the situation at all but it's just crazy because in hindsight thinking about it i read that and while i was sitting there i was like damn that sucks and that's how desensitized I was in that moment. But the second I'm like off the clock, I'm immediately yeah. back. I'm immediately back in my grieving process for my friend. So it's just kind of this weird duality I'm facing right now. Yeah, I mean, it's um, the same duality that, you know, I feel like everyone has with their sort of work life yeah. balance. You know, it's not any different from anything else, I, I think, you know, uh, you know, you got to keep the stuff separate because like 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 we said you know you'd, you'd go you know it's oh. a bit of a bit of a dehumanization distancing from the process is um is is necessary to to complete it yeah it's a weird time especially during the season of the virus amongst us because it, oh, yeah. you know it inevitably you do see those death certificates as well are and you see are you seeing a lot of those yeah a lot a lot it's very sad and it's like i said because of privacy stuff i can't get into it but um there's a pattern that i'm seeing and it's just really sad and but it's kind of one of those things where like i have to look at it and move on with my day (laughs) um so yeah it's weird weird time well done you know, I, I'm sorry for your loss. You know, I, I wish you the best of luck, and I, I, I appreciate you calling in. Thanks. You know, Thank you, you for inviting me. You too. Bye. Call from Justin. Justin. Hello. Hello, Justin. How you doing, man? You know, I'm good. I'm chilling. Hello. I decided we're going to do a Ferris wheel in the cave. You ever been on a Ferris wheel before? You know, man, it's been a long time since I've been on a Ferris wheel, to be honest with you. 
How old were you the last time you went on a Ferris wheel? Oh, man. Uh, probably not since I've honestly been like 12. Was that a good age for you? What's that? Was that a good age for you? 12? You know, I think so. You know, those are some good times, I think, back then. It's the best memory you have of being 12. <sighs> you know, the best memory that I would have. That's that's a deep question, dude. Yeah. And by the way, look, I if you can't... I know it's, you know, I'll put you on the spot a little bit. If you can't... Um, Think of one off the top of your head. You, you can lie to me. I won't know the difference. <laughs> you know, I appreciate... No, I won't be offended. I appreciate the honesty in that, dude. Of course. You know, I think I think the best memory I have, dude, would probably be, you know, just sitting up in my camp. Got a nice little lake in the background. A couple of trees in front of it, dude. Nice and quiet, peaceful. You know, just go up there and... uh you said you went to camp yeah I got a nice camp way up in uh, way up in the woods upper Michigan sort of deep you said camp yep camp you know like a theater camp you know you see you went to theater camp you know I've never been to I've never been to theater camp I think that would have been I thought that's what you said I thought you said theater camp no just, just like a like a camp, you know, like you is it you own this camp? Cabin. My family does, yeah. That's kind of cool. It is pretty nice, dude. It's, it's, really it's a good memory. I right, so. And you know what? If this is a lie, this is a good lie, because. And don't uh, you don't have to tell me whether or not you're lying because it doesn't matter, because. You know why would it matter? But. I can, I don't, there's no, it would be a perfect lie because it's so not, it, it's not like you were hanging out with Justin Bieber or something like that. It's, <laughs> it's very believable, but it's also, you know, you do, but you do extend it to a, a, a not not I don't want to say extreme but you do extend it you know saying that your parents own a camp you know well, that's, a, that's, that's exciting it's kinda, it's but it doesn't push the boundaries enough that I would immediately think that you're lying it's kind of like some other some other uh, like some other family members own it now because actually you know it, you get kind of kind of deep as you hear I'm calling because like like my parents my parents passed away, actually. They committed suicide. So, you know, it's kind of a nice place to go and just kind of like... Let some thoughts roll, you know? Absolutely. I'm sorry to hear that. I appreciate the condolences, man. Have you gone to a, a, a real therapist about this? Oh, yeah. I was, I was living in Brooklyn at the time. Had a nice specialized therapist talk to you for a couple of years. You know, I'm oh, in a really this, good place. This happened when you were 12? Oh, no, this is probably like, uh, like a couple of years ago. So, like, it's nice, like, it's nice, like, being like 12 again. You know, just a nice, like, so, you know, it's a, it's a good stable time in my life. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely. Well, Justin? I got a, I got a, I got a question for you, though. You know, I'm having this, I'm having this issue, dude, like, my left leg is kind of numb right now. And I've been, you know, like, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good move with you, dude. Like, like, I kind of have, like, you know, I, I've been, I've been bathing for the past hour or so. You know, it's kind of like obsessed, though. And I so like you said, ba- you said bathing? Bathing, you know, like, you know, like masturbating, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, letting, letting some stress go. And, for sure. You know, I, lo- I love the team you do, so, you know, I love listening to everybody, everybody calling and shit. And, yeah. you know, like, my left leg's done numb because I've, I've been just, you know, just pulling it so hard, but I've kind of been just really focused on, focusing on you for it for the past like half hour or so and it, I think it's starting to make me realize that I might have might have some sort of like gecko fetish I don't know if that's a thing so I guess well, I'm just trying to ask like what, what's my deal why why does your leg hurt when you ma- are you, you said you why are you jerking your leg to masturbate it's just numb I don't feel anything right now yeah but you said specifically that you were jerking your leg why no, I, you, I, was, I was. No, I was. I was. Do you come out of your knees? Would it? Do you have like would a little, it be bad if I come out of my knees? You like, have like a little. Be, would that be weird? A small little hole in your kneecap. Right. I mean, you like jerk your leg. Yep. To completion. Yep. It comes out the kneecap. It's 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 is that weird? Like, is that, would you say that's weird? I don't think it's weird, but it's, I mean, it's, I, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. It's definitely an anomaly. Does it affect your life negatively? I don't think I've had any, like, negative comments about it per se. You know, I think it makes the actor. Of- well, no, not negative comments. I mean, how does it make you feel in your own personal, you know, experiment? I think you know, experience? It, I think something that like i kind of struggled to accept because i mean i guess honestly who really who really you know who does that out of the kneecap you know what i mean so like i haven't really met anybody who's kind of like that so it was kind of weird you know kind of like accepting that but i have like i have accepted it so i guess i guess like you know i'm i'm at peace with it but i always kind of worry that's about that's good like what other people what um well, don't worry about that. What's your what? What do you call this um, condition that you've been afflicted with? I don't. I don't really know. I mean, it's not. I mean, I've kind of like you know, I've had had physicals growing up. You know, I've seen doctors and you know, just just growing up, getting checkups and everything. And you know, they don't. They. I don't know if they really ever coined like a like a medical term for it. You know what I mean? Like I like I guess like. I don't know. They, they just they just think it's kind of strange, but if it works, it works. You know what I mean? I guess that's the moral no, story. No, for sure, for sure. I mean, look, as long as it's not affecting your life negatively, you know. Um, and look, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, you know, when you were talking about how you've you know been staring at me, and look here, let me tell you something about this stream. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this. I'm I do this stream. I I. I People people come in the stream all the time and they're like, "What is this?" And I and I and I I have my little impassioned speech where I'm like, "I don't really know what this is. I don't really know what this stream is." 
and I don't. And I, and I want you to know I mean that, Justin. So mm-hmm. the intentions... So, so when the intentions behind the creation of the stream are, you know, open to interpretation, right? I okay. believe that leaves the intentions behind the consumption of the stream open to interpretation. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying to you? I'm I think you. I'm what, what I'm because because I'm creating this ambiguously with no real intention. I think it can be received with no intention. So, so if your intention. You know, if someone's intention is to laugh, they'd laugh. If someone's intention is to, you know, feel feel good, feel good. If someone's intention, you know, if, if, if someone receives from the stream sexual arousal, that is, is in the scope of possible, you know, possible reactions. And so I don't yeah, think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I appreciate you saying that because I have to, I have to be real now. It's just something I had to get off my chest because it's, it's not really something I've ever experienced before. You know, and I can't I can't really say that's probably a popular thing that I guess most people do. So you know, yeah. it, I, I I felt I felt kind of safe with just being you know out in the open with it and just just admitting you know that to you. Good. You know, and I felt that was fair for you to know. Of course. But, yeah, and um, like I said, you know, I'm rolling. I don't know what I'm doing over here either. So you know, if people, you know, if the stream, whatever ends up happening, you know, yes, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad. I'm just glad that I could. I'm just glad that you know I could have some sort of a f- impact in you know, however that whatever that impact might take its form in, you know. No, I but anyway, Justin, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you calling in, um, and and I hope you have a good rest of the evening. And no, thank you, you for coming easy, to my man. cave. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me on. Hope to talk to you. Absolutely. Soon. You have a good one. You too, man. Thank you. Woo-wee. That was a that we we did it, baby. We gacked again, we gacked it up, we gacked it down. Thank you all so much again for listening. You can call the Therapy Gecko every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Forever. Don't forget to head on over to www.therapygecko.com, the brand new website. Check out the merch. Tell a friend, tell your dog. Who cares? We're all going to die. Um, I love you all. Thank you for letting me continue to do this. Thank you for being along, being along for the ride. It's been a pleasure having you having you in the back seat or really the front seat. Because, you know, if you weren't calling in, I wouldn't be able to do this. So appreciate you all and have a good rest of the night. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.